Is it possible to crack down on impaired driving to make it easier on police so we can get more drunk drivers off the road? Well, technology might be able to help them do that. There is perhaps a different way than to use the what can be cumbersome kind of breathalyzer test for every single person. And yes, technology, different developers have been working on this. And we're going to learn about one of those techniques right now. Dr. Rahul Kushwa is with us now, a Chief Operating Officer and Director of Predict Medics at AI Incorporated. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Amy. It's a pleasure to be on the show. So what are you working on here when it comes to impaired driving? What do you think your company can do? So, well, uh, when I talk about Predict Medics AI, we are really a pioneer when it comes to contactless artificial intelligence solutions, whether it's for healthcare, workplace safety, or impairment. I mean, we're a public company trading on the CSC, and effectively what we have developed is more of a chat GPT when it comes to healthcare. Our technology looks like what you may come across in an office building or at an airport that screens you for presence of metals. But what our technology is identifying are uh, signs of impairment, whether you have consumed alcohol or cannabis, if you're fatigued. And at the same time, it's also identifying your vitals, such as heart rate, breathing rate, heart rate variability, and the list goes on and on and on. And what we have done is we are using computer vision, machine learning, and artificial intelligence to look at the blood flow patterns on the face to identify a lot of these vital parameters as well as a lot of these physiological conditions. And on top of it, our technology has been tried and tested at multiple global events like Formula One, Super Bowl, and has been uh, independently validated in clinical studies in different parts of the world. Okay, Rahul, I just want you to like explain it now to us in a way that is as simple as possible, is how this is going to make a difference for somebody if they get pulled pulled over for impaired driving. How would police use something like this? Okay, so normally um, the classical way of identifying impairment is using a breathalyzer, but breathalyzers do have a very high false positive rate. Our technology, the way how it can be used is um, we are basically deploying multispectral imaging and the AI algorithms are identifying those multispectral imaging signals from the face and correlating it to levels of consumption of alcohol or cannabis. But, but you just Utility. said the word presumption. So where no, is the sorry, proof? Sorry, consumption. Consumption. Oh, consumption. But we're, so it's essentially assuming though, right? Like it's not, mm. where is the evidence that this person has consumed? Okay, so basically how we are identifying impairment is, so let's say when you consume alcohol or cannabis, there are certain physiological changes that happen at the level of blood flow. And we are correlating those blood flow changes to the levels of alcohol or cannabis which has been consumed. And that's where the accuracy levels we are sitting at are about 90%, which is much higher compared to what you see with the breathalyzer. And again, talking about cannabis, for instance, there, I mean, even though there are cannabis breathalyzers that are there in development stages, the reality is the levels of cannabis or THC in the breath does not always correlate with impairment because THC has to cross the blood-brain barrier to cause impairment. Okay, so is that like a first step then? So you would use this and then perhaps police can say, okay, well, you, we definitely need to go f- investigate a little bit further. So this is more of a screening technology where, yes, step one, let's say you're screened and you're identified to be positive for it, then yes, there could be a secondary drug test to confirm which can be the evidence to support if the person has consumed alcohol or drugs. Okay, so then where is this in use? 
So right now, um, our focus is actually on the Indian market due to the sheer size and scope. Again, we are talking about 1.4 billion people and over 69,000 hospitals. The focus area for us right now is more in the healthcare setting. Because when I was talking about this earlier, our technology can also identify things like heart rate, breathing rate, um, heart rate variability, blood pressure with some tremendous accuracy and basically all you're doing is you're coming and standing in front of the station and the technology is not even touching you and in a matter matter of seconds you actually get those outputs so over the past two years we have been setting up the uh, groundwork for implementation across India when it comes to healthcare and right now we're in discussions with government agencies and large enterprises uh, particularly in the government segment for uh, adoption of our technology which is going to be more of a contactless AI screening for hospitals airports and public spaces okay so this would be a new area though that they would be using something like this wouldn't they absolutely because uh, again this is where um, the ROI um, is extremely strong because when you look at a market like India, I mean, they have around 64 doctors per 100,000 people and the global average is around 150. So when you're talking about a country with over a billion people, how many doctors are you going to train? And that's where our technology comes in because it ends up becoming that first top triage. You go into a hospital, the technology in real time can monitor all your vitals and they can integrate in the back end with whichever um, information management system is being used by the hospital. And now when, let's say, the same person goes into a different hospital, you have all these trends that physicians and clinicians can look at in real time and come up with a diagnosis. Right, So, because we know that in North America there is a real push when it comes to impaired driving, right? We know that that's something that we work on. How robust is that in a country like India? Like, How, how concerned is the system there with impaired driving? So right now, when you look at major cities in India, um, I mean, what I've seen personally every time I've gone into the country is after 10 or 11 p.m., as you're driving, the cops are going to stop you and they'll make the driver undergo a breathalyzer test. So you're saying this is a growing concern there, too? Exactly, because if you look at the number of accidents, the number of fatalities that are happening in India because of impaired driving, I mean, it has gone through the roof. Okay, so well, let me ask you this. So when you're developing, and we're seeing this everywhere with AI right now, right? Mm-hmm. And developing like groundbreaking you know, technologies and uses and all of that. How much do you emphasize also making sure that there are fail-safes built in? You want to make sure that nobody is accused kind of unjustly. How, much, how do you work that into your system? So there are multiple sides to it. First of all, I mean, the decision-making has to be fully autonomous. It has to be evidence-based. There has to be, first of all, clinical data, especially with our application, to support the efficacy of the solution. And that's where, so far, we have screened over 160,000 people all over the world. And that's why we have had those independent have been conducted by third-party hospitals to validate our technology. On top of it, the other concern that comes into play with a technology like this is, is it like a big brother that's watching me all the time? Well, no, that's not the case. Because there are no images that are being taken. At the same time, all the computing is happening on the edge. Uh, So there is no um, data upload that is going into the cloud. So there isn't even a question of somebody going in, hacking, and getting access to the data. And that's how we have also made sure that we are abiding by all the uh, privacy-related rules that are in play, particularly in Europe, because that's where they're quite stringent about it, Mm -hmm. to make sure there are no issues around it. It's a whole new world out there. Alison, thanks so much for your time. 
Thank you. It's a pleasure. That's Dr. Rahul Kushwa, who's the Chief Operating Officer and Director of Predict Medics AI Incorporated. They are working on using artificial intelligence and algorithms to be more predictive when it comes to impaired driving. So essentially, they could screen a wider variety of people for impaired driving and then single out, okay, you need to, you need to be further tested, you need to be further tested. And I just, I just think, you know what? I don't know. And I know Europe has really strict privacy controls, but I feel like a lot of people in North America would be like, I'm not so sure how I feel about this. If you want to weigh in, Simi at CK. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.